Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today we have part three of Beth Moore's message about living happy and taking happy back. And I also want to encourage you, if you feel like any of these messages would encourage someone else or bless somebody else, or or if you just want to share them, I would encourage you just to share them with a friend, a neighbor, or you know people at your church or whatever, just to let them know about Morning Moxie, because I'd love for this show to spread and just reach more people across the world. Here's Beth. And I, I want to push a step further than that. I, I've read this and reread this in my notes, and I think this is sound. For us to teach the world and the church to associate Christianity with misery is its own brand of heresy. I believe it. That when we teach the world and we teach one another through the church to associate Christianity with misery, it's its own brand of heresy. I truly believe that it is. I believe it counts. Would you go with me to Romans 12, one and two, and let me show you something. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Verse two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Look at the state of our world. Can you imagine how much light we could carry as this part of the world gets more and more miserable for us not to be conformed to them? And that's what's happening. We're catching it from them. Instead of them catching our joy, we're catching their misery. And it literally is invading through the body of Christ and through the doors of the church. And we wanna hold our hands up and say, I'm not gonna be any part of that. There is nothing about our calling that remotely suggests in this part of the free world that we're to blend in. Even in parts of the world where we can't own up openly and in the marketplace to our faith, something about us is meant to so shine, has such a brilliance to it, that it draws the attention of those around us to wonder what is the hope that is in us. Our lens is the gospel. We look at the world through the lens of the gospel, not at the gospel through the lens of the world. Happiness is not cluelessness. I'm gonna tell you this, I wanna just be straight out with this. I am not one whit encouraged by aphorisms that come from people who have their heads in the sand. That means nothing to me, nothing. So when, when I hear people, when they're, we're all posting our great sayings, but it's people that don't even know what's going on, I, it doesn't mean anything to me. Maybe it should, I'm just saying it doesn't. What means something to me is, is when somebody that is awake and aware of the turmoil that our world is in. This is when I start listening when somebody then starts speaking faith 
and hope and love and light and forgiveness and turning the other cheek. When we start talking this in our day-to-day relationships, when I start seeing this of somebody who's aware, then all of a sudden, this changes everything. And I'm listening, because this is not somebody just doing the like, head in the sand thing. It's somebody that's watching and still says, despite what is going on around us, this is the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. Good news of happiness. Did you know that right here in Romans, you're right by it, turn to Romans 10. I mean, you're right next to it, just flip back a page. Romans 10, and I wanna read you verses 14 through 17. Remember back in Isaiah 52, seven, when it said that uh, we, that beautiful are the feet of those that bring good news of what? Somebody tell me, tell me again. Good news of happiness. Listen what happens right here, Romans 10, 14 through 17. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written here, he's gonna quote it out of Isaiah 52, this portion of it. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. But Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So beautiful and powerful. The point is that in Romans, the apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, now says, remember that verse back in Isaiah 52, seven? Of course, ultimately it is Jesus Christ, the complete um, consummation of that coming of the good news in the flesh to give his life and to be resurrected from the dead. um, And that every bit of that, every bit of that is applied to every believer who receives it. But right here in Romans chapter 10, the apostle Paul is saying, it's now our job. And we're the bearers of the good news. We're the bearers of it. We remember from Isaiah 52, seven, it's good news of happiness. Here's the thing, it is undeniably innate in the human being to yearn to be happy. Is it everything to us? No, no. But I am saying that when we figure out that our heart is getting more and more miserable, there comes a time to go, you know what? I have the biblical right and responsibility to fight for a happy heart. I really, really do. I really, really do. Because it's, it's fruitless that somehow we're gonna get through to the world that there is absolutely no merit whatsoever in wondering what is it that would bring my heart some joy? I've got, I've got to tell you something. Um, Jesus has made me happy. I mean, he just like makes me happy. And that gets to show in us. That gets to show because we really do have something that people are yearning for. We really do. That was Beth Moore, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Beth Moore, Take Happy Back, Part 1. You can also find out more information about her at her website, 
www.sarahmcdonald.org. And I've also noticed that she has several different areas she's visiting in the country this fall, I mean this spring and this fall, and this year, and that you can participate in one of her live events. So I encourage you to look that up and go check her out, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.